I'm Ben Carter, your life transformation coach, and I've been sent, called, and commissioned to help you live your very best life. Join me on Ben the Life Coach Radio Show. I can't wait to support your leap into victory. Hey, 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 welcome back. Welcome back to Ben, the Life Coach, Enter Radio Show. This is your Life Transformation Coach, Ben Carter, and we are going to have a fantastic show this week. This week's show is entitled, You Are the Gold Mine. Yes, take that in, live family and friends. Take that in, soak that up in your spirit, in your heart, in your mind. Take it in. You are the gold mine. I believe that so much. I affirm that. I declare that. I decree that. I command that and speak it over your lives. This show, we are just going to finally accept that we are the gold mine and we are going to give ourselves full permission to be great. That's what this show is all about. You are the gold mine is what it's called. And this show is a year in the making. I came up with the title at least a year ago or something or close to. And I have been wanting to bring this message to someone. (laughs) I've been wanting to tell someone that you do not have to look outside of yourself for greatness anymore. You can give yourself permission to feel, to be, to live great, to have an exceptional quality of living and thinking and being, and do not accept anything else less than excellence. You know, you are magnificent. You are not mediocre. And that's a message I've been wanting to share and spread. It's what I've been telling myself. So this week's show We've got a lot of ground to cover. It's very important to me that you all understand how committed I am to you. Uh, I hold this a high privilege. This is a high privilege to speak to you. I appreciate you and I thank you for allowing me in your heart space, in your mind, in your home, on your cell phone, in your car. However, I come to you. I appreciate you. I'm, I'm thankful for you. I do not take you for granted. I am committed to the victory of your lives and I don't want you all to think for one minute that is just about me. It's not just about me. Your great life makes my life greater. Do you understand that? You living a great life makes my life greater. So what I want you all to do, you know me, get a pen, get a piece of paper, your cell phone, text it to yourselves. There's a lot of information that I'm going to give, a lot of story that I'm going to tell in this 30 minutes. So I want you all to stop for a minute Look yourself in the mirror and give yourself full permission to reintroduce yourself to yourself. That's right. Say hello, me. How are you? Tonight, me. (laughs) Tonight, Ben, you are going to discover that you are even better than you thought you were. You are going to discover that you are more gifted than you could have ever imagined. And so that's what we're going to talk about tonight. It's time that you took center stage in your own life and stop watching other people be great. You be great in your own life. And that's what we're here to um, address uh, about, I don't know, guys, maybe six to eight months ago, I came up with an idea, uh, kind of a watered down version of this. 
but it turned into something a little bit bigger because I created an e-course called uh, the Spotlight Year e-course. That e-course is this particular show's first cousin. Um, you can go to my website www.livellcoaching.com and under e-courses there's an e-course it's completely free it's about 30 minutes uh, there's a notebook that goes along with it and that course is really centered around you being able to stop and take some time and identifying how brilliant you are and identifying how great you are especially for those of us who are probably over 30 you know, who have kids, who have husbands, who have wives, who have careers, and you kind of want to stop and refocus and ask yourself, who the hell am I today? Who am I? Am I just someone's husband? Am I just someone's dad? Am I just the person that pays the bills up and through this piece? <laughs> who the hell am I, right? I need to know who I am so that I can create some clarity around the decisions that I continue to to make for my life. So that's what that e-course is all about. And it's it's amazing. Every now and then I go back and take a look at it and I go, wow, Ben, that was that's pretty good, buddy. I, I think I like you. Ben, will you coach me? <laughs> so the best way for me to talk about the gold mine and you really chipping away and digging away at your inner strength, your inner wealth, is for me to tell some stories about myself, right? I, I, I like to be transparent because it's important that you all understand, hear this, I do not coach from experiment. I coach from experience. I am a true-to-life life coach. I am a true-to-life life transformation coach. I'm about my business. I, I have no no business telling you about anything that I have not experienced. So I coach from experience and not experiment. And so I want to tell you two stories. I am very much a life transformation, life purpose, career coach. And for me, life coach, career coach go hand in hand. They're interconnected because that was my experience. I made a lot of professional decisions based on how I felt about myself personally. So the very first story or set of stories I want to tell you, most of you know this about me. You know, I've been telling this story probably for about two years now, how I've had about maybe 27 jobs in less than 17 years. So really at least two jobs a year. I job hopped. I jobbed, hopped, and I chased salaries. I thought that if I had a really, really great salary with a really great title, that that would make me the man that I always wanted to be. So I started my, my professional career cooking. And then I decided that I didn't want to do that, and I got into IT. My first major job in IT was for um, a brokerage firm on Wall Street. You see, I had that backing. I had the Wall Street title, but I didn't have the Wall Street money, right? So I worked for a billion dollar brokerage firm, but I didn't make a whole lot of money. But I had a little bit of prestige that came along with that. Once I was released <laughs> from that position, I chased jobs and then I started to chase salaries. I got into competition with myself. I went from 
30,000 to 40,000 to 50,000 and in about three and a half to four years I went from like 33,000 to 75,000 dollars and I held a job as a IT supervisor and I was like wow this is awesome this is great I, I can't believe I did it now all the while I was really hustling I was grinding because I wanted to feel important and I felt like if I had a salary that was over fifty thousand dollars closer to six figures that that would boost my self-confidence and if I had the title that I would really feel like the man but once I got the title in the job some of the same stuff that had always haunted me was haunting me in that position I didn't feel good enough. I didn't feel qualified. I didn't have a four-year degree. I didn't have any IT certifications. I felt like a sissy is what I felt like. I felt like a wimp. I felt like a punk. And I must have stayed on that job maybe six weeks before one day I secretly left and never came back. I quit the job without formally quitting. I left. I didn't answer their phone calls. I didn't do anything because I punked out. There were some people with very, very, very aggressive attitudes, and they weren't nasty people. They were just aggressive, and I said, listen, you can't deal with that. They seem to know their stuff. They're going to take your job, so I gave them my job. I completely gave in to how I felt. I gave in to my fear. But you would think if you were able to get the job, Ben, then you should have been able to keep it. The thing was, I was on the chase. It was like the cat and mouse. It was like the guy who chases the girl finally gets her and realizes, yeah, I don't want her. She's too good for me. Or I'm not good enough for her. Or I'm not going to be committed. That's what I did to myself. That's what I did in that role. That's what I did in that job. What you have to understand is I was a depressed guy. Clinically depressed. Yes, clinically depressed. I was one of the people or one of the first people that I knew that was taking Zoloft uh, almost 50 year, 15 years or so ago. And I made depression somewhat of a lifestyle for myself. All of my decisions were based on my depression, how I felt about myself. Depression became my best friend because I allowed it to make choices for me and I allowed it to show up in my life in every single dimension. So I accommodated it. I accommodated it. Even though there was some level of ambition for me to chase a career, to get a job, to make more money, it was really fueled by my inner critic. It was fueled by my fear. It was fueled by me never being happy and thinking that if I get this career, if I get this money, I will, I will be happy. And I didn't realize that that would make me happy for the moment, but that circum circumstantial happiness, that I really would not have joy, that I really didn't have peace. And so one of the things that I had to do and pull out your pen, pull out your paper, is I really had to take five steps <laughs> into a new direction. I had to take five steps into a new direction. At the time, I didn't know that's what I was doing. I didn't know what I was doing until I was 
somewhat over the rainbow. <laughs> over the rainbow means that I was able to proclaim victory. I was able to step into my healing. I was able to tell my story without feeling embarrassed or ashamed. People say, you're a career coach, you're a professional person, you're a corporate instructor, and you're, you're putting your business out on the airwaves that you were released from jobs and that you job hopped and that you were only in it for the money and that at the time you weren't qualified and you kind of BSed and you put all of this out there. And I go, yeah, because I'm not ashamed of it. My story will not eat me up. I'm going to eat my story up. I'm going to make filet mignon out of my story and we're going to sop on that. We're all going to be better because of that. I'm not ashamed of my life or my story anymore. I stand strong on that because I'm upright as I walk into my destiny. I'm upright as I stand in position of my purpose. So you can't you can't embarrass me with something that I've lived through. I made the choice. So now I'm I'm brave enough to admit my choice, right? So if you're in that place of embarrassment and fear, come on. Take my hand. Let's walk across the threshold into courage, into boldness because you are purposed, you are destined for greatness, don't let anybody else tell you that you're not. That's what I'm here for. So if you feel that feeling, you tell your inner critic, Ben said, I am great. <laughs> you tell your friend, you tell your family, you tell your foe, Ben said, I am great. Despite who I am today, despite how I feel about myself, regardless of the choices I made, regardless of what I might perceive as a mistake, Ben said, and his creator told him to tell me that I am great. And that's what I'm here for. So I took five steps. Take your pen, take your, your paper and write this down. The very first step that I took with myself in my life was I had to accept. I had to accept who I was and where I was in my life. That meant you're on your 22nd job in less than 15 years. Not really sure where you're going with that kind of in and out, Ben, but you've got to accept that this is where you are. Then I told the truth to myself. I had to tell the truth that you made the choice, whether or not it was fear-based or it was faith-based. You made the choice to end up on this road in your life. So you have to accept and then tell the truth to yourself about the choices that you made, who you are, and how you got there. So first is acceptance. Number two is truth. Number three is identity. I really had to identify who I was. I had to identify who I was as a person and ask myself, who are you? Because You've gotten so wrapped up in the job title that you've lost who you were. You've lost who you are. And then I had to ask myself, did you ever really know? Did you ever really know who you are? When you started out, you started out as a cook. Then you got into help desk. Then you got into project management. And you were all of these titles. But who are you at your core? And once I identified who I was, I did a lot of work and began to peel back the layers and who I be, <laughs> who I am, you know, is I'm a motivational speaker. I'm a teacher. And the reason why I've gone through so much at the time, I didn't realize it. 
so that I could teach you how to get through your stuff and celebrate as you're going through it. Every challenge does not have to be something that chastises you and beats you down into a corner. You can celebrate the challenge because it's ultimately going to get you closer to where you're supposed to be in this life. So number one, accept. Number two, tell the truth. Number three, identify who you are so you can get what you want baby. <laughs> Number four was planning. Number four was I actually had to sit down and do some, some work. I had to put pen to paper. That's why I always tell you guys, pen and paper, pen and paper. I had to plan my life. I had to write a vision. I had to get a mission statement. I really had to do something about my life. So that meant once I identified who I was, I had to ask myself, do you have enough right now enough schooling enough training enough education to get you the life that you wanted and five years ago I said no you don't so I went back to school and I got a certification and then a year later I got a computer science undergraduate degree and then another year later I went back into school and I think I'm about two or three classes I don't know I have all of the credits all of the credits, 120 plus credits for a BA in psychology with a minor focus in addiction. Yay, give me a round of applause. What I'm saying is, I just made a step. I said, I'm just going to make a step towards building a new life for myself. I started volunteering. I started a radio show. I wrote some ebooks. I just started to write down what I wanted to see for myself. And I put together a portfolio. And it didn't take me, you know, $500,000 of investment. All it took me was the fifth thing, some faith and some action. So once I planned, I believed in myself enough, not a whole lot, just enough, just enough to know that I'm worthy I'm worthy enough to give myself just a try. So have faith in yourself and a higher power that you can make it happen. And then I got out there and made it happen. I went to coach training. I paid for it out of my pocket. I worked three jobs. I did a lot of things to support myself. And when those bills started to add up, let me tell you how to look at bills, especially student loans. Let me tell you how to look at that. Every time I look at it, I look at it and I go, boy, I sure am worth the 50000 worth the 100000 worth the 200000 I'm sure worth that because I believe someday there are going to be folks that are going to write me checks for 50000 for 200000 for $2 million because I am just accepting that I am great. So the five steps to a new you, a five steps to the new career is what I call it. That's also on my website those are video lessons. Number one is acceptance. Number two is truth. Number three is identity. Number four is planning. And number five is faction. Faction is faith plus action. Believe in yourself, your higher power. Get off your butt and make it happen. The job is not going to come to you unless you create it unless you could create it. Get out there and make it happen. So that's what I'm here to talk about, you all, is identifying that everything that you need is already in you. Stop turning on the TV and, and watching other people behave 
in ways that you wish you could behave. Stop turning on the TV and watching people live up to their fullest potential and walk in their purpose without you doing the same thing. You are the gold mine. So what I had to identify for myself with myself is that I was gold. Gold is an acronym for greatness, overcomer, filled with love and determination. You are great and you can overcome any trial, any tribulation. These might be some of your hurdles. What are your hurdles? Write down what your hurdles are, what your obstacles are. Is it shyness? Is it your weight? You're too skinny? You're too big? Do you constantly compare yourself to other people? I'm not as good as. What are your hurdles? And then grab my hand so that we can leap into victory, so that we can transition out of pitiful into purposeful. What are your obstacles? Because you need to identify that you can overcome those obstacles with love and with determination. And when I say love, I'm talking about a love that you begin to have for yourself. It's something that you begin to develop way down on the inside. It's important that you guys know that no one person is a mistake. I don't care how you came to be. I don't care how you came to be on this earth. You can fill in the blank. I don't care. You are not a, a mistake. I do not believe in coincidences. I believe in God ordinance. God ordinance. God ordained. Now, we might make choices, decisions that might get us off track, that might deter us. But guess what? You can make a choice right here in this moment to accept that you are great. It doesn't take all of those people out there to do greatness around you when you can just be great. speaker, someone whom I call a life coach. I believe life coaches are there to aid us and support us into a greater awareness in our own lives. Dr. Wayne Dyer, incredible person, uh, but we gave him permission to be great. He was going to take it regardless, <laughs> but we gave him permission to be great. And so you've got to give yourself that same permission. How willing are you to give yourself permission to be 
absolutely phenomenal and to seek excellence in your life. I know you've experienced some things that have made you feel like you may not be worthy or you may not live up to, but just as there was a Dr. Wayne Dyer, a Dr. Martin Luther King, just as there is the Iyanla Van Zants and the Brene Browns and the Marianne Williamson, all of those wonderful, brilliant people, you are just as, you are just as, without comparing. We are all unique, wonderfully gifted. We were handmade to do a work for one another, to each other, through each other. And that's why I'm here, because I want you to identify that if you take a look on the inside, you might blind yourself with all of that sparkling gold that's going on, going on inside of you. So some of you might be saying, yeah, well, those are rich people. Rich people do rich things. Well, you're a rich person if you have a rich thought process, if you have a rich mind, right? You've got to understand that rich just might be monetary. Rich people cry, rich people die, rich people have kids on drugs, which rich people's wives cheat, rich people's businesses go under. Listen, stop giving people permission to have abundance and you take it away from yourself. So I really, really want you to investigate a few things as we really start tapping into the gold mind. If you want to be rich, just say it right now. I am wealth. I am wealth and I attract all things wealthy. I attract wealth to myself. A wealthy mind, wisdom, monetary, health, those things come to me. Sit in my lap, live in my heart overtake my household. So this is what I want you to ask yourself, right? In order for you to have a gold mine and a gold mind, you are the gold mine. You have that greatness. You are the overcomer. You are filled with love and deter determination that's inside of you. Then take that gold mine and get a rich gold mind, M-I-N-D. Ask yourself, what is it going to take for you to accept that you are great? This is your homework. Number one, what is it going to take for me to accept that I am great? The second thing, ask yourself, what do I need from Ben? I'm asking you, how can I support your leap into victory? What do we need to do to get you into the fullness thereof? Number three, what if you already had the millions and all you had to do was sit still with yourself long enough to unlock the code? Did you get that? What if you already had the millions and all you had to do, people, was sit still with yourself long enough to unlock that code? So many of us are so afraid to sit alone with ourselves for the fear of being lonely. So many of us. I don't want to be alone. I don't want to feel lonely. It's okay. Get comfortable with being uncomfortable. It's you. Learn to appreciate the sound of your own breath, the pulse, the beat of your own heart. Learn your own rhythm. You will not crack. You will not break. You might break into the breakthrough. You might crack the big 
code if you sit with yourself long enough in silence to hear what the creator has created for you. You guys know how I feel about you. And if you don't know, I love you. Now you know. <laughs> I love you so much. I'm committed to you. And I want to hear from you. Take me by my hand. And let's go on ahead and leap into your victory. Until next time. Thank you.